Hey, this is Marilyn Gigliotti. Hey, this is Brian O'Halloran. Hey, everybody. My name is Scott Schiaffo, actor best known as the Chulies Gum Guy from the film Clerks. And welcome to Clerks Minute. You're listening to Clerks Minute. And I'm not even supposed to be here today. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man, the podcast I sell comics, and the Ming and Mike Show. And you are listening to Clerks Minute. What's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You got a minute? Good, because you're listening to Clerks Minute. Hey, this is Walt Flanagan, the Lon Chaney of the 90s, and you are listening to Clerks Minute. Back to Clerks Minute, where we break down the 2006 Kevin Smith sequel, Clerks 2, two General Schwabach's boobies minutes at a time. I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. I'm Crystal Beth. And Crystal, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. You were here last season, right at the end of the season. You were our last guest, and now here you are early in the run. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanted to, you know, put myself end to end. <laughs> Works for me. We actually, this is one of our busiest, this is such a busier guest season for us than last year. People want to do this movie a lot more than the first. <laughs> so it's fun for us. <laughs> Was well, a good movie. Yeah, it really is. We, we really enjoyed. We've only had one person come on and say it's, they don't enjoy this movie. Other than that, everyone seems to love this movie. The donkey show is what makes all the difference. <laughs> oh my god, it's true. It's either you love it or you hate it. Yeah, pretty much. Well, we are back in here, and we are still on the swing sets where we were on our last episode. But we're, we're continuing here where Randall apparently doesn't actually register. Emma as a chick, which is a funny statement. I understand his logic. Yeah, I get his logic. <laughs> um, to quote, to quote the Joker, never rub, a, rub, never rub another man's rhubarb. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there was a story in um, an episode of Scrubs where like Turk actually told JD that every woman you've ever slept with is now ugly to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this reminded me of immediately. Um, I will say, how comfortable. It's Kevin Smith in his marriage. Yeah. <laughs> but, right? His wife, not only in this movie, and not only is he making out with Brian, she's making out with Brian O'Halloran, she's flashing the camera in an extremely see-through pink bra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think she should have just flashed without the bra on at all. It's like, just show them all. Do the whole titties out. <laughs> <laughs> it's... I, it was just one of those things where I, I haven't watched this. I kind of knew how fast someone watch a movie. So I, breaking I, down. I have a feeling it's one of those where she had to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Well, he did. Well, he. this is a true story. He did um, actually take Susan in Playboy, and yeah. she, he did her photo shoot ah. for Playboy. So It's crazy. It, it's a weird statement when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, well, actually, Crystal... From the female perspective, what's your point of view on her stance in this scene? It was Randall actually just kind of being annoying as hell. <laughs> hey, I would do that. <laughs> 100%. If someone was like telling me that I wasn't a woman, or, I mean, even if they're just joking around, I would be like, all right, well, cool. Because there's nothing, nothing feels better than to make uh, someone else in- uncomfortable. <laughs> Which is pretty much the definition of their relationship. I, I doubt. I doubt you could do that with that awesome music, though. 
No, man, it's better with the music. Oh, God, with that guitar. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but I mean, try finding a source for that. That or actually, wait, is that piece even in, even on the soundtrack? No, I don't think so. Huh? I don't think. I think a lot of the instrumentals and everything are not on the soundtrack. Huh? Which is fun. Actually. And I just like the term persona non nookie. <laughs> it's or, it's sort of like those three words. <laughs> it's sort of like those three words that are you know just perfectly okay apart, but when you put them together, they're just hysterical. It's sort of like how on a, an episode of Penn and Teller bullshit they were discussing, uh, you know, that whole the faking of the moon landing and that ki- that kind of conspiracy theory. They had the one guy who asked how, well, you know, how did they go to the bathroom up there? And he go, excuse me, and he says for number two, they go they go into this adhesive ass gasket. That's another one of those where there, <laughs> where, there, where there are three words that are just perfectly okay on their own, but yet somehow when you put them together, they're inherently funny. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I don't know the reference, but it's very funny. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, seriously, there's <laughs> just funny. something funny about the words adhesive yeah. ass gasket. <laughs> That's really that is I, I feel like that'd be a great name for an improv team. Yeah. Okay. So we continue on and there's something to me a little disturbing about Randall. After this, walking away and hitting on two look like like teenage Catholic <laughs> schoolgirls. <laughs> Knowing he's like in his late thirties, this is kind of disturbing. Well, he, well, he does say, well, he does say there's a lot of barely legal uh, stuff there. So true, but it's still disturbing yeah. to see. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you have no line at all, yeah. do you, Randall? <laughs> it just it, it's so perfect for him, though. Yeah, very true. Like, I, it, I just love it. Every time he does something gross or stupid, I'm like, yes, I I don't want you any other way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do find it funny that Dante goes and says, and I love the. This is one of those perfect setup pay- payoff jokes because Dante goes and says, "Now you know he's going to think you want me. You want him in a three way." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and then it pays off. I'm pretty sure you and your lady want to get together in a three way, <laughs> and he'd probably have no problem with it. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows at this point? Uh, I do find I, I do love a good payoff joke. Though. Yeah. I, I, literally in a two yeah. minute sequence, we get a good set up payoff. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the quote that I wrote sure I wrote in my notes when I was putting together the notes for these way back when I started this, and it's funny now. Jersey sucks, and we're surrounded by morons. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you based your entire series of Jersey on Jersey Shore, you wouldn't be blamed for thinking that way. I hate that show. So, so do I. Yeah. It's, I mean, but even based off of like real things, I think that's what a lot of people from Jersey think often. This is a true statement. <laughs> I, I'm from Jersey, so I, I can agree with that statement. Yeah, I'm one of those guys who doesn't doesn't get why people hated the, why a lot of, why they're, it's one of those where I'm thankful there's a lot of people, more people who like it than a lot more people than hate it, but I love the people who hate the Three Stooges movie because the Jersey Shortcast is in there, even though their entire purpose is to basically get the crap beaten out of them by Mo. I honestly didn't even know they were in that movie. I didn't yeah. even see the movie. I never saw I it. Know. Oh, it's inc- oh, it's incredibly cathartic to see this, to see them. <laughs> it's that show disturbed me. Number one, I don't think it's funny. I, really, I think it's ridiculous. But also <laughs> the fact that I my, my best friend here, who's from here in Milwaukee, loves that show and tries to get me to watch it. I'm like, no, I no. will not watch that show. <laughs> It's to the point where he wants me to go with him, and this is a true story. It, he's not going to hear this. So I'm not worried about it. He, he wants me to go see Paulie D with him in concert on purpose. <laughs> no, 
Not a joke. Like he's actually dead serious about this. And I said no over and over again. I'm like, okay, fine. No. Okay, fine. But uh, don't, no, I would say only if I take you to a Justin Bieber concert. No, because that's torturing me. Yeah. That's torturing me too. Well, no, it would be worth it just to see his. No, face. no, that's torturing me. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, let's get back to this. Well, um, no, no, no. Three words: Paulie Shore Marathon. Oh man! Here's my problem: when you do something that you're torturing yourself, I'm not into oh, that. <laughs> that doesn't sound like torture at all. That sounds amazing. <laughs> oh, there well, you go. Well, there's a lot of people who loathe Paulie Shore, myself included. Although I will admit that the only movie movie of his I really found funny was uh, In the Army Now. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, we're well done. Oh, I was going to say with the other Jersey thing I find funny, it's, uh, it's it actually ties into with this, is actually in um, Hamilton, where they, they have their obsession with saying that everything's legal in New Jersey, and <laughs> they, they take a shot at Jersey <laughs> in that musical. And I do find it funny, because then if you have the book, like I have the Hamilton, Hamilton and it actually in the liner notes it says, um, Lynn actually says in, the Ham- in, in there, it says, I um I, I have family in New Jersey. I just couldn't help the pot shot. Yeah. <laughs> so, according to, so, so according to them, New Jersey's like the purge. Well, if you if you think about it, in 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 the world that they're in, all the actual duels take place in New Jersey because it's illegal in New York to have duels. Okay, so going by the logic here, I could drive down to New Jersey, park in a handicapped spot on a handicapped person, get a pound of cocaine, <laughs> pound of cocaine, a bottle of Jack Daniels, and a gun. Going, go on a rampage, and I wouldn't be in trouble for it. And then I've got other fish to fry. In my, and you know what's funny? In my hometown. Okay, this is a true story. So the last time I was in Garfield, I, oh, okay, I should say this. The last time I was in Garfield, I'm recording this before I go on vacation to go out east. I just want to note that yeah. so people hear the story. The last time I went out there, <laughs> last time I went out there, I actually got pulled over for speeding. Yeah. On my last day in Jersey. And we were driving, and I got pulled over for speeding. My wife's freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Um, CJ's really young in the back, so he has no clue why we're stopping. Window pulls down. Guy looks at me. It's an old football. It's an actually a guy I knew from the football team in high, in high school. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Oh, Blake, how you doing? It's been a long time. I'll go ahead. We're good." <laughs> <laughs> the small mountain mentality of Garfield, New Jersey, at times. <laughs> Garfield, New Jersey, nestled between Odie and John, New Jersey. I, I, I'm, there are times I do miss my hometown. But moments like that, it's funny. And the funny part is that was eight years ago. And he still remembered that story when I saw him in May at the Hall of Fame ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Speaking of weirdness in New Jersey, speaking of weirdness in New Jersey, we, we continue on to Elias. Showing up. Uh, yes. Now, I was about to make a wrestling reference, but I really shouldn't do it. But <laughs> and for those who don't know, in WWE, there is a guy named Elias. He is the drifter. He plays guitar. And his whole gimmick is everyone's going to walk with Elias. <laughs> so that's the first thing that came to mind when I hear Elias now. But that's the wrestling fan in me. Elias in this movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, I paused it. I rewound it while we were waiting to get you on the line, Crystal. And I rewound it. And I have it literally have it on our screen. And it's him and his parents whistling, <laughs> driving up. And the bumper sticker just says, try Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they don't push it. They're just saying try. <laughs> really honest, you know? It's just like, okay. If I, if I try him and I don't like him, can I get my money back? <laughs> Money back guaranteed. 
Okay, seriously, somebody has to make that bumper sticker and add that on there. Try Jesus. Money back guarantee. <laughs> Offer void in Utah. Well. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, is it bad that I'm, temp I'm tempted to run the plates on this car? <laughs> I have a pause, and it's blatantly showing me the plates of this car. Yeah. <laughs> and it's more than likely an actual New Jersey license plate. More than likely. It's probably, like, one of Kevin's, like, family members' cars. Yeah. <laughs> The reason because that sounds like something Kevin would do. <laughs> so, this is the most obnoxious moment, really, of this movie for me because it's them whistling it. I feel Randall, I, I know people like this <laughs> that are. I I'm a very happy person, I'm a very, very peppy person at times. <laughs> It'd be a morning person, hence why I do shows so early in the morning at times. This is annoying to me. <laughs> Elias, yeah. a, a, Elias, a person who seems to exist only to make bitter, cynical shut-ins like myself feel better about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Elias is one of my favorite characters just ever. He's so much fun. Yeah, it's, it's, he, and the best part was he believed everything he says. <laughs> as we learn as this movie continues, like there's not a single thought that goes through his head that he doesn't a hundred percent, no doubt in his mind, believe. <laughs> oh my god! So he gets out of the car, and they're all whistling. This whistling, it's annoying whistling. He gives his mom a kiss and gets in, and Randall, <laughs> the look on Randall's face of pure disgust. Yeah. <laughs> So we finally managed to find something that disgusts Randall. Yeah, the uh, Randall and Elias' relationship is the best. Yeah. They're so perfect together. Their relationship is like that of a tick to a dog. Weird, weird way to put Yeah, it. but like they, they both, but they need each other though. <laughs> they like feed off each other. It is true. It's a it's a it's a really crazy relationship that you wouldn't think would work because of it's almost like you have that coworker that you really shouldn't get along with. <laughs> but because you work together, you do. <laughs> that's the main reason yeah. you do. <laughs> and that's how this is, and I appreciate that. And it only gets weirder as we go along in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the story of Elias in this movie is crazy. And keeping in mind, as we did in Clerks, and I can't be reminding people in Clerks, this is all in one day. Everything we're seeing from this point on until till I think they're in jail is all in one day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Which much, is crazy. So, so much like the original film. Exactly. Well, in the original film, everything was in one day. In this, this yeah. movie, we have some time jumps. Yeah. But, like, everything is in one day. So the fact that Elias has this crazy story <laughs> just yeah. going on in a weird day yeah. in his life. Um, so we, we end the scene with, uh, we find out Elias is only 19 years old, which is young in this world universe. Yeah, quite yeah. honestly, you could mistake him for a high schooler. Well, I, well that, that you can understand. He is that young. He is really, really young in this movie. But Randall, and I love the fact that Randall wants to confront him on something. We're, we're going to find out in the next minute what it is. And he goes, and I love the fact that Elias confronts him on, Randall, you wouldn't work for me last week. <laughs> End of scene. Yeah. <laughs> we find, look, okay. What happened last week that we did not, we couldn't work for him. So, so Crystal, what is your history with Clerks 2? Out of curiosity. I know a lot of people either love this movie or hate this movie. Where do you stand on this movie? I love it. I think it's a really good movie. I saw it in the theaters when it came out. I think I saw it twice. I was with, uh, I 
think I saw it with my friends and I saw it with my dad, but I think it's so funny. I we watched it again last night and John and I were talking about it and we were both just like, oh God, we do not like Dante in this. He is just, I can't see him getting any of these girls, but everything I don't like about Dante, I love about Randall. Fair <laughs> Randall is hilarious. And I love the, the Lord of the Rings monologue yes. where, mm-hmm. or not the Lord of the Rings monologue, the, uh, the troll, the pussy troll. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, that monologue, his face while Elias is saying the whole thing is so funny. And that was one of the minutes I was debating on asking for, but then I was like, no, I don't want that because it's, you have to get the whole thing or it's not as fun. It's true. It's true. So, um, but I like this part cause this is the minutes that I have is where everything starts getting really funny yeah, we are getting to the point where now is this going to start? And we're getting into the comedy. And the minute you're right, the minute Elias shows up, now we're having fun. <laughs> yes, because fun. Dante is boring. So once Elias and Randall are together, I think it's amazing. Well, even then, I think the only reason he's boring is he's supposed to play the straight man to everything that's going on around him. Yeah, but still, he's not believable as a love interest for all these hot women. So even if he's supposed to be the straight man... <laughs> I don't. There's like no redeeming qualities for his personality for me to be like, oh yeah, he's he's give me the love interest here. I was gonna say, hell, hell, I think I'd have more of a shot than him. And this, <laughs> and this is a guy who honestly hates himself. Well, what's, what's funny is that I think it was I don't remember I think it was actually on the commentary track of this movie and or on the documentary one or the other I watched so many things I lose track of which one I heard it on where it's actually joked about how is it possible that a character like Dante he's getting all these women like how is it possible it makes no sense <laughs> whatsoever how a character like him he gets the women he gets and have the same art same pretty much almost same storyline <laughs> as the first movie. <laughs> Yeah. I don't get it. It makes no sense at all. Um, by the way, I was trying to run the plates, and I cannot find the plates anywhere on the web, which is actually interesting to me. So <laughs> it, might have to be, it might not be registered anymore, which is not a bad thing. By the way, they do have to get their um, their their um, plates renewed in, in December, according to the car. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if we're in the middle of sometime in the middle of the summer, that makes perfect sense. So there you go. <laughs> so, all right. Um, Crystal, anything you want to plug for us while we're at the end here? Sure. Um, I do a podcast that talks about movies by minutes as well, and that's called The Fifth Element, and you can listen to that on iTunes. And if you want to follow me on social media, I'm the Crystal Beth on everything. Awesome. And we are part of the Filling Void Podcast Network, and we are all over the place on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. I'm so proud to say that every time I say it. And <laughs> you can actually leave a rating and review and tell us what you think of the show. Be nice. We had a really bad review last season and everyone was like, oh my god, you're not funny. We laughed too much. Actual review that oh, happened last year. God. <laughs> show us on the doll where we touched you. I, I kept that up there because it's so ridiculous. So... Yeah, but that's also when you get bad reviews. That's how you know you've made it. True. Yeah. Uh, didn't didn't um, Jim say that at MMX um, Chicago? As if you get a bad review, you've definitely made it in the podcasting world. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. That being said, thank you all for listening. Oh, before I forget, I you can hear me on every every single Friday on the Blake and Sal Show, and every other Friday on No Dates But Today, breaking down the movie Rent. That all being said, 
thank you all for listening. Thank you, Crystal, for coming on the show again this season. Of course. And I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. Have a good day, everybody. Randall, you wouldn't work for me last week. Noinch, 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 smoking weed, smoking weed, doing coke, drinking beers, drinking beers, 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 rolling fatties, smoking blunts, who smokes the blunts, who smoke the blunts, rolling blunts and smoking